Welcome to the Prophecy Club. I think that this is one of the most, <laughs> I keep saying that, they, everything seems to be getting really, really important lately. You know, I've been doing this prophecy stuff for 40 years, a radio and sometimes TV program on it now for, well, June will be 29 years, and there's not a lot of things that get me upset, but I have to say this one made my stomach flip-flop. This one made my stomach upset. I had trouble falling asleep last night. Now, I don't have trouble falling asleep. And none of this stuff bothers me at night. Well, it used, I used to be able to say that until uh, some of the things I'm about to share with you today. So, I'm going to ask one thing of you. This one's going to be long today. I'd like to keep it short. But if I'm going to tell you everything I need to tell you, and believe me, you want to hear what I'm about to say today, you have to go to the end on this one. So I'm sorry, there's no way I can shorten it and say what needs to be said. But this is real important. So before I even tell you the topic, let me explain to you that what it may be saying is that judgment has started on America. The time clock has started. If if this lady's hearing from God, and sad to say, I think she is. I kept feeling the anointing as I was working on it, typing it, putting it together, listening to it. Um, it fits with everything I know. Essentially, it's going to say that America, if I'm understanding it right, and, and please, I'm not the one saying this, okay? I'm just the interpreter. I'm just the delivery boy. God has not spoken to me saying how long America has. But if, if this lady's here and if I'm understanding it right, it's saying America's time is now very limited. I have a number in my mind. I'm not ready to speak that number yet. I may speak it here in a few minutes, but I'm just telling you, you don't want to miss any of this today. you got to go to the end for your own sake. All right, so here's the topic. This is what I call extremely important. Now, I, I, I use that word important very sparingly. The only time I say that in a broadcast is when it is really important. And I reserve that because when I use that word important, I mean it. And this one is extremely important. And it's saying that the extended time has ended. I'd like to say likely ended, but probably, with everything I see, it is saying that the time for America in other words, the judgment has now been set. The final time clock has now been started on America. So here it is. got to back up. got to give you a little understanding on this. And it takes me a full hour to read all of this. So I'm not going to read all of this guy's vision. But this is Maurice Scalar, a good friend of mine. We've had him speak and make a DVD. He's been to a couple of our crusades. Good guy. Wonderful guy. And he had this vision of the courtroom of heaven. Now, I'm just going to take you to a couple of points to refresh your memory. Notice the date. It's important. 1227 of 18. 1227 of 2018. So he was summoned to come to the courtroom of heaven, and the angel told him, you are to record the case being tried now so that God's people will know the lateness of the hour. He wants us to know the lateness of the hour. You must warn them so that the bride may awaken to take heed. So this warning was trying to get the bride to awaken, and the message, I don't even want to say it, 
The message today is she didn't, past tense, she didn't awaken, and now the judgment has been spoken. I was escorted by two angels to seat on the left side down front to the Supreme Court courtroom, this one in heaven. There were many, again, I'm having to skip a lot of this, so if some of this didn't make sense, go back like, I don't know, a year, year and a half ago, read the whole thing. Anyway, there were many hundreds of angels and saints already seated before the bench. I was surprised at how it looked so much like our Supreme Court in America, except it was much larger. It looked more like a giant arena with thousands of seats ascending up as far as I could see. A beautiful angel named Justice stood up and shouted, All rise! The Honorable Ancient of Days, the Judgment of the Creation, and the King of Ages, the Most High Lord God Almighty is present and presiding. We all stood in unison. Lady Justice then shouted, Be seated! The High Court is now in session. The Lady Justice said, The timing of the final judgment of the Day of the Lord must be decided. You know, frankly, I'm having to fight to hold back emotion on this one because I've been doing this a long time. This is the message I didn't want to hear. Let me read that again, because if you don't grab that, you're missing a major chunk. You're missing a major chunk to understand what is going on and just how little time is left. Look at what it's saying. The timing of the final judgments of the day of the Lord must be decided. In other words, he was called to witness in the courtroom of heaven to decide when the tribulation would start, when the starting of the final judgments, specifically the fall of America. The accuser Satan is prosecuting, declaring that, that at the time of Adam's lease is over, and he must be allowed to take ownership of the earth for a time and times, that's one year, and then it's two years, and a half a time, so it's three and a half years, which is scriptural, Daniel 7, as is written in the Holy Scriptures. The beast, the Antichrist, then said, Adam was given exactly 6,000 years to rule the earth. He gave that lease to me, and I own it. I have a right to rule over many people, men, women, and child, who are mine by Adam's free choice. The time is up. I now demand to be given the government of mankind through whom you call the son of perdition, I call him my son of man. I have the scriptural right to take control of the earth for seven years. Give it to me now. Now, skipping part of it again, Lady Justice then spoke again. The defense may proceed. Yeshua then said, as the true son of man, I have taken the death penalty for every generation of fallen men, including those in this harvest generation, meaning us. I also stripped Satan of his authority over the church of the living God. His gates can no longer prevail against her. Through the intercession of my holy bride on earth, the overcoming church of the living God, there has, this is important, there has been granted a pause by this court to allow for the fullness. Why? For the fullness. Why? For those people whose names are written in the book of life to come in. For the fullness of the harvest come in during the last hearing on this matter in 2015. This is important, okay? So they heard this once before in 2015. Now, back in 2015, we hear a lot of things, a lot of warnings come forth. Oh, it's about to start. It's about to start. Just coming this summer. I remember all of that. Then all of a sudden, nothing. Now it's saying three years ago, we discussed this once again. We decided three years ago, back in 2015, to give another measure of time. Now it's 2018. 
Now they've gathered again for the courtroom of heaven to decide if it's time to start the last day's judgment. That's what it's saying here. During the last hearing on this matter in 2015, three years ago in its time, for I spoke on earth, as it is written, This gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world, and then the end shall come. I, by the authority of the prayers and intercession of the bride documented here in this scroll, he handed the scroll to the Father and another to Satan's prosecution table. Now remember, this was de- December 27th of 2018. Okay, let's go on. I looked up three years. Three years is found many times in the Bible. Not four years. Three years. And in these cases, it says, Behold, these three years I come seeking fruit on this fig tree. So three years is a time when Jesus sought fruit, number three. And then on down it says, Watch and remember, by the space of three years, I cease not to warn everyone night and day with tears. So three years is a time of warning. We've been given that three years. And that three years is up, according to my count, about six months ago. We've already been stretching past that three-year line. There's a lot of people, when I put this out, Year, uh, well, I guess it was now three years ago, not a year and a half ago, three years ago. A lot of people emailed me and said, you know what? I think the time we've been given is another three years, and I, I kind of suspected that would be right. So 2018, 2019, 2020, 2021. So probably our three years was up somewhere in late 2021. So now here we are four months past that. So we've we've already been on a skid. We've been on a lucky slide already. There's more. I petitioned the court for another. This is Jesus speaking. I petitioned the court for another measure of time for the end time church to finish and to fulfill the promise to my people. In other words, to finish getting all of the people whose names are in the book of life to come into the kingdom. And it is written that none should perish, but all have the opportunity to hear the good news of the gospel and be saved from perdition. The defense petitions the court for another extension of time and the grace that I purchased by my blood on the cross. Also, I petitioned the court to look into the scrolls of the hidden councils written before the foundation of the earth regarding the mysteries of the harvest of the end days. These Satan has no knowledge of as they were never shown to him. It is written there as well as in the hidden revelation of Scripture that, here it is, the tribulation beginning of the kingdom age must begin only after all of my bride that are ordained to eternal life are saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. Now, that's a big point. I have been suspecting and thinking that the tribulation could not start until everybody whose names that are written in the book of life and the foundation of the world comes into the kingdom. But it may be that because of our sin, I don't want to believe this. I mean, I'm, I'm very emotional, frankly. I'm having to hold back the tears right now. This upsets me. I don't want to believe that we could be that close to the tribulation. I want to see, I want to see the great revival come in before the tribulation hits. But what I'm going to have to tell you today is that may have been changed. Not that Jesus changed it, but that we, America primarily, and the church, because we have not done our job and we have not spread the gospel, we have not gotten enough people to repent, it may be 
that all of a sudden God has said, eh, go ahead and start the tribulation. Go ahead and start it, even though everybody, as I promised, but due to her, see, it's, it's up to us. We were supposed to win the world, as it's about to say. Let's go on. Through millions shall come, though millions shall come to me and be saved in the tribulation to come, my holy bride must be prepared now. Every judge voted in favor of the saints to extend another time period of grace. I cannot disclose how long it is at this time. Now, <laughs> after this, I saw Maurice Sklar, and I got him. <laughs> I got I got him off in the corner, and I got up in his face, and I said, Maurice, how long? And he just blinked his eyes and shook his head and ducked his head, and he says, I don't remember. Well, I knew what he was saying is, I'm not going to tell you. Well, a lot of people think it was three years. If it was three years, we've already passed that point because this was given in December 27th of 2018. So three years would be December 27th of 2021. So here we are in now in the fifth month. So we've slid past this already. We're already at three and a half years. After some deliberation, there was a vote. Every judge voted in favor of the saints to extend another time period of grace. I cannot disclose how long it is at this time. Finally, the Father, the great judge of all the earth, spoke and said, On the basis of the evidence presented by the defense, I decree that the prosecution have failed to bring a closing to the final days of grace on earth. An extension of time has been granted to the saints of the overcoming bridal remnant church. Nevertheless, the birthing pains and the judgments on the earth will not be stopped. Satan has the authority to rule over the terrors of the earth, the wicked and darkness, by their willing consent, according to the tenets of free will given to Adam's race at the beginning of creation. Both the tares and the wheat have grown up and are now ready to be harvested. Now ready to be harvested. So the tribulation is now ready to start. Therefore, the birth pains of judgments shall increase. Those that will abide in me in the secret place, I will provide for and protect. Secret place? Secret place. What's that? That's the prayer closet. That is on our knees once a day, worshiping our God. Minimum once a day. That's not driving down the road. That's not cooking. Okay. That's not working at the computer. That's on our knees, worshiping God. Those that do not are in more and more peril with each passing day. Though have granted this, the final day of the Lord has indeed come. The final day of the Lord has indeed come. It's saying that the tribulation was ready to start back in 2015. And the persecution, prosecution is correct. The time of grace upon the earth is nearly over. Warn my children. This is the midnight hour. Watch and pray that you can stand in the evil day and overcome. Now, let me take a second to explain that. Luke 21, 36 says, Watch ye therefore. And pray always that you might be accounted worthy to escape all these things and to stand before the Son of Man. Now, those that see the pre-trib that don't have the secret door to put things in correct order want to believe that that's saying, oh, well, if we pray enough, we can escape all the trouble of the tribulation. But to understand that verse, you have to look at the very last word. The word is stand. Watch ye therefore and pray always that you might be accounted worthy to escape all these things and to stand before the Son of Man. What's it talking about? 
Well, remember Revelation 6, 12 says, It ran in the holes and rocks, and the crowd of the mountains and rocks says, Fall on us, and hide us from the face of him that sateth upon the throne from the wrath of the Lamb. For the great day of his wrath has come, and who shall be able to stand? When Jesus returns with his morning star, his wrath, and he burns the tears after the burning, those people that are left standing are the ones that get to live. If you're not left standing, then you're all burned up. You fall to the ground, pile of ashes and bones. So when it says here, watch and pray that you can stand in the evil day and overcome, meaning pray that you make it through the burning of the morning star. If not, you're burned up body and soul. Let's go on. I'm answering the prayers of my kingdom coming to earth. It shall come in the first fire of my holy judgments, but it shall also come in the great awakening that I have promised of revival and outpouring. So the great awakening, the massive revival, is still coming. It just may mean that it's not coming for the tribulation. It may mean that the tribulation, I don't even want to believe it, I don't even want to say it, actually might start this year. And if it starts this year, I can tell you the day it'll start on. It's going to be Feast of Trumpets, which is, if I remember right, September 25th. The time of my wrath is soon to engulf the earth, but in it I will remember mercy. Many millions of souls shall be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. Then the father raised his golden scepter in his left hand, slammed his gavel down, accompanied by thunderclaps and lightning flashing everywhere, with bursts of rainbow colors shooting, shooting through the courtroom, and said, The time of grace shall be extended, as petitioned by the bride of Messiah for a little longer. Blank. Now, boy, wouldn't you like to know that? Blank, more length of, length of time has been granted to finish the final harvest in the age of grace. Question is, how long? Most people think it was three years that we're probably living on borrowed time now. There has not been the great revival start yet. Hang on. So I looked up 1227 of 2018, and then I added... Okay, how many days is that to 428 to 2022? It's three years, four months, and two days, according to yesterday when I prepared this. So we are already over the three-year mark. We're already on borrowed time. Now let's go on to the next point. This is the part that upset me. 428 of 2022. I've had this lady on before. Her name is... Uh, Go forth, my goodness. Vicky, go forth, Parnell. And from everything I've seen, I haven't watched everything she said, but everything I've seen so far sounds like it's of God. But this particular part, there is no way she could have known this unless she knew everything that Prophecy Club been putting out. And I just emailed her, and apparently from her email back to me, she hadn't even heard of Prophecy Club. My guess is she hadn't even heard of these other people. But I think it was a confirmation God spoke to her. So that's why I'm having her on. She says, I was wakened by these words after laying back down, having been up so late. Praises to the God Yahweh, Jehovah God, who sits on the throne of heaven and the heavens of heaven. All glory, power, and majesty is given to him and the risen Lamb, his son, Yeshua, Jesus, who was of Nazareth while walking the earth, Jesus, the risen Lamb, and conquering king. That's a pretty good way to be woken up from your sleep. She wakes up and says, Gabriel? He says, it is I, to deliver a word from the courts of heaven once again. Will you share these words given from heaven's courts for your world? Yes, yes, I will. What is the word? Now, by the way, this is edited, and this is probably only about a fourth of the word, 
because it's already going to go long as it is. The angel Gabriel standing before me had a rolled scroll in his hands. But this time I see he is clad from head to toe in shiny armor that appears to be metal. Why are you dressed in metal? As time grows closer to the rise of the Antichrist, the man of sin, to his full position of power, many demons have been released. By man's machine under Satan's command and allowed by the only true righteous God, Jehovah, who reigns all heaven and earth and hell beneath, for nothing can escape through his divine approval, whether it be direct command by him or it's allowed by him. He is the rightful ruler of all. Praises. All praises be to him who sits on the throne with wisdom and his son Jesus, the risen lamb. I look in his piercing, intelligent, piercing eyes, and I also see love. Then Gabriel says, I have a word for your world and your nation of America. He unrolls the scroll of golden parchment, the handles of gold. Hear ye, now let me just say, this is the way God does it. Gabriel is the messenger angel. Gabriel's the one that came to Demetri and we sat on the electric chair. I'm the messenger of God, he said. When he sends Gabriel, that's official. This is an official delivery. When he unrolls the scroll, it's saying that this is official, and it's saying it's not going to be changed. It is written. In other words, it's no longer warning. When it's a scroll, it's it's written, okay? it's When it's spoken, yeah, maybe it can change, maybe not. Maybe we pray it away. But in that this is a scroll, count on it. Hear ye, hear ye, all people of the earth. The great whore, that's America, the great whore has been judged. It doesn't say this is a warning. It didn't say it might. It didn't say it's coming. It's saying it has been judged. In other words, the gavel has fallen now. The great whore has been judged. Your world has been judged and found guilty by the holy righteous courts of heaven. You have been warned in love repeatedly. I'll agree. I was part of that warning, just like you were. Of our sentence for your sins not repented. Let me let me say something else. It keeps coming to me to say this to you, so I'm gonna say it. I know you have friends that are not saved. And I know if you email this over to them, you might lose them as friends. I understand that. But brothers and sisters, this one, you can't hold this back. You gotta send it to them. Whether they decide to accept it or not, that's their choice. But your choice is this. Are you, as a watchman, going to do Ezekiel 33.6? Go look it up. Ezekiel 33.6. Are you going to be a watchman that when you see the sword come, are you going to blow the trumpet? Because today blowing the trumpet is forwarding this program so that they know this. I'm telling you, probably nobody else on earth has put this together. With all of these different things, they need to know their world is about to come crashing down. They need to know that. Now, if they say hoopla, they delete it, they call you names, you can't decide that, okay? You can't control that. But what you can control is you have to warn them. So I encourage you as a watchman, if you love the Lord Jesus, you pass this on. Let's go on. You've been warned and loved repeatedly of your sentence for your sins not repented of. The judgment against you is righteous. Now is the time for each to serve their pronounced sentence. 
Oh, it's not just a nation. I'm going to show you that. It's every person will be blessed or cursed according to the works done in the Bible. I'll show you. Hear you, O habitants of the earth. This is a proclamation. This is not a warning. This is a decree. After much grace, much love, mercy, and compassion, having been granted with time extended in your favor. See, Vicky didn't know this. She didn't understand about the courtroom of heaven. She didn't understand that this had already been extended twice. Now this is the third time they're saying we're not extended anymore. Having been granted with time extended in your favor, your time of grace or parole, as your wor world would refer to it, is now revoked and over. What did that just say? It just said the time for America to fall has now been set. No more sliding. It just said also the tribulation is about to begin. May, in fact, begin, well, even this year. Your time of grace or parole, as your world would refer to it, is now revoked and over. The seven thunders will now begin. Remember, we talked about that. We have two people that said the seven, seven thunders are release the giants. The giants are great problems coming along the earth. Maybe I'll make another program on that. But for right now, let's move on. The seven thunders will now begin. War will no longer be contained to one area, but the spreading of it shall progress like a disease, a blight upon the earth itself. Well, that's what happens when the first horse, in other words, the, when the seal, I saw when the lamb opened one of the seals, and I heard it, where is the noise of, noise of thunder? One of the four pieces said, come and see, and I looked, and behold, a white horse, he sat upon it, had a bow and a crown was given him, went forth, conquered, to conquer. Then when the second horse rides, the red horse, he was given him to take peace from the earth that they should kill one another, and to give him was given a great sword. Okay, all of that is war. What this is saying is we're about to see war, my brothers and sisters. And it's not going to be just between Ukraine and Russia, which is what we've been saying. Let's go on. This order I give the command of the one true righteous God, Jehovah, and him who sits beside him, Jesus, the all-powerful risen lamb, whose blood did what none other could do or can do for fallen man, the washing away of mankind's sin for all who accept him. The mysteries of the seven thunders are to remain a mystery no more. Well, it was just released here, what, two months ago? To the inhabitants of the earth, this message I bring to you from the holy throne, throne room of heaven. You shall go into war. You shall go deeper into famine. You shall enter past... I don't know if this upsets you, but I'm ready to cry to thinking this is... I don't want to see this come. I mean, that's why we fast and we pray that this doesn't come on America. You shall go to war. You shall go deeper into famine. You shall endure pestilences of creatures, of insects, and pestilences of plagues and diseases. You shall endure a famine of the righteous holy word. So it's not just the plagues. I think it's saying that we're probably not going to get any warnings. I will be very happy if the warning is continue. But if there's a famine of the righteous holy word, probably means there's not going to be any more dreams and visions. I mean, I hope that doesn't happen, but that may be what it's saying. You shall endure a famine of the righteous word that is given to you by inspiration of the Holy Spirits of heaven, who dwells currently among you. Calamities upon calamities, woes upon woes, 
because you have failed to repent as a whole to your Creator and God, who by legal right as your Creator owns all things in the heavens and the earth and all that exists. He is the Creator of all. Hear ye now, O harlot bride, that's America, of the risen Lamb of Jesus. You have committed adultery of heart against your holy husband, Yeshua, also called Jesus, who while you found yourself as a fledging and eaglet among the great birds, the great nations of your world, he nurtured you with his love, covered you with his hands, and even now bear the scar of the nails in them, received in love for you and protected you with his holy blood, granting favor and his blessings from heaven upon you because your heart as a people was fixed on him. But, I don't like that word, but now your treacherous heart has rejected his great love. You defiled your marriage bed by clinging to your many false idols and gods. No more warnings are to be given to you of what is to come upon you. That scares me. That scares me. That's why I was so upset. My stomach was just turning. No more warnings are to be given you of what is to come upon you. Besides the hidden mysteries, now that are being revealed, your faith has been spoken by the righteous servants, maidservants, prophets, prophetess upon your world. Hear them. For the great God Jehovah and his son Jesus, the risen lamb, has already given warning. Already given warning. Revealing in advance, as it is their way to warn those they love, these words, visions, and dreams shall align with the Holy Scriptures, which speak of the great horror's fate. In one hour of your time, I don't like this at all. I'm going to tell you what it probably means. I don't even want to believe it means this. In one hour of your time, before a full 60 minutes are come to pass at the allotted time, America, the great whore, shall fall. Now, Hang on. What's he saying there? Let's, let me go to the scripture to explain. We'll come back. Revelation seventeen twelve, And the ten horns, that's the new world order, which thou sawest are ten kings, which receive no kingdom as yet, but receive power as kings one hour with the beast. How long does the beast have to rule and reign? It just said it in the courtroom of heaven. And Daniel 7 says it. Seven years. Okay, so it says in the ten horns, meaning the new world order, specifically the, the ten-nation confederacy out of Rome or, or Europe, which thus host those ten kings which receive no kingdom as yet, but receive power as kings one hour with the beast. So how long does the beast have power? The answer is seven years. So how long is one hour? How long is one hour? Let me say it again. I don't want to say it. <laughs> I don't want to say it. I don't want to believe it. But what it's saying is, ten horns which thou sawest, the ten horns which ten horns which receive no kingdom as yet. In other words, they don't receive a kingdom until the beast arrives. The beast arrives when the first seal is opened at the start of the tribulation. The tribulation is seven years long, so that tells us that one hour is how long. The answer is seven years. Now let's back up and read what it's saying. In one hour of your time, before a full sixty minutes have come to pass, at the allotted time, America the great horse shall fall. Now, if, if this is saying seven years, 
then this is saying seven years. If this is saying seven years, and I believe it is, I've been teaching that for many, many years, that's what it's saying. So if that's saying that that's saying that America has seven years, seven years before we fall, and I take that to be the Russians destroying us with nuclear weapons. I've been saying this is not the time when the Russians are going to attack us. We still have some time. Well, now we know how long. I don't even want to say seven years. I don't even want to even believe that. And I can tell you what, I'm beyond my face. I'll be fasting and praying that God will give us more time. I don't want to see this come to pass. It shall be this blow that shall strip her bare before the vultures that shall dine upon her flesh. And the ten kings which thou sawest, they shall hate the whore and shall make her desolate and naked and shall eat her flesh and burn her with fire. You know, we don't like cannibalism, but I think that Many people would go cannibalism rather than starve to death. Let me read that again. It shall be this blow that shall strip her bare before the vultures and shall dine upon her flesh. Well, yeah, okay. Well, maybe that's just figuratively, but that's not what Revelation says. And the ten horns which thou sawest, they shall hate the whore and shall make her desolate and naked and shall eat her flesh and burn her with fire. When I was memorizing that, I kept saying, Lord, what does this mean? Exactly what it says. That's what kept coming to me. In other words, there's going to be a time when people will eat people. Specifically, they will eat people in America. That's what that's saying, too. I, again, you know, I don't. I'm just delivery boy here, okay? I don't necessarily like this, and I sure didn't write it. I would never say this. You shall be utterly destroyed. She said a queen. And shall see no sorrow. Let me back up. It says, For she'll say in her heart, I said a queen, and I'm no widow, and shall see no sorrow. Therefore shall her plagues come in one day, death, mourning, and famine. And she shall be utterly destroyed by fire. There it is, that same word. You shall be utterly destroyed. Utterly, same words, same words right out of King James. You can't make this stuff up. You shall utterly be destroyed as the power upon power, but for the sake of the people found faithful, who have accepted Jesus, the risen Lamb, into their hearts as Savior, the nation shall remain, but not as she once was. I can go in Revelation and show you that, okay? But we don't have time right now. So one hour, I don't even want to believe it, seven years. Let's go on. She shall be divided from the inside. Well, what did the other prophecy from Chris Reed say? That she's going to be split in pieces. One of the headlines said that they would be uh, nations, uh, states that are, are leaving, seceding from the union. She shall be divided from the inside. And my guess is she doesn't even know Chris Reed. She hasn't even heard this. She doesn't know this, but God does. She shall be divided from the inside, divided on the outside, a dividing of states from one another, a dividing of the land for betraying her sister Israel by trying to divide her cities and land. Well, we haven't done that yet, at least not that the newspapers have told us. But maybe it has been done. For your great whoredoms committed with the false gods presented to you by your enemy Satan, that you embraced into your bosom and for the leading of the fall of the nations into idolatry of these false gods. When you were called to be a city on a hill, this is our calling as America, called to be a city on a hill, to draw all men, all people to the Lamb, mankind's Redeemer, you will bear the full wrath of your enemy's hatred. Missiles shall fall from the sky and rise from the waters deep. 
weapons of the nuclear sort that mankind has been allowed to create to fulfill the plague shown to the prophet Zechariah and found written in the book Zechariah in the 14th chapter in the verse 12, thereby once again showing the proof of the written holy word and the omnipotence of Jehovah God, who sits on the throne with his risen son. Don't, don't quit yet. I'm, I've still got some very important things to give you. Stay with me. And his risen son, Jesus, beside him. Weapons are the weapons which bring mass death, for the wages of sin is death, as you have been warned, will be used. So what it's saying is, yes, there's nuclear weapons, but it also says there's some other weapons you don't even know about can be used in your nation. And for your great sorceries, in which you beguiled your whole world. Now, in my opinion, I think the sorceries is basically Hollywood. All of the filthy, dirty movies, the music, the porn, the printed stuff. The sorceries, primarily that's the movies that make things that cannot be done seem like they can be done. All of the devils, the sorcery, and all that sort of stuff. This Harry Potter garbage and stuff like that. In which you beguiled your whole world, your people, many of your people shall go into captivity. While others, as the Antichrist rises and sits on his evil throne, shall become the source of food for nations abroad. I don't want to believe it, but we better read it again. Okay, so Americans will go into captivity. Got that. While others, as the Antichrist rises and sits on his evil throne. We got that. But some of your people, see it says here, your people. This is talking to your people right here. Your people. Your people. Now watch shall become the source of food for nations abroad. They're not talking about stealing our wheat. They're talking about our flesh and blood. And shall eat her flesh and burn her with the fire. Thou hast fallen, America. There is still to be one last call to repentance for your world. But now, apparently, that's not going to be necessarily happening before the tribulation starts. And this will be the call, the great last harvest of souls when the Holy Spirit pours out his anointing upon those desperately seeking him. Now, I'm running out of time. I've already gone a long time. Stay with me because I've still got something very important to, to get to you. I pulled up these scriptures because if you take a second and read them, they're all talking about the word fornication. Now, the word fornication to us is uh, sex outside marriage. That's not what God's talking about. He's talking about leaving Jesus to do anything else, not have a God or have another God. Leaving Jesus is fornication. All of these are what happens to a nation. Specifically, this is talking about America and how we left Jesus. How many people were raised in the church, went off to the godless college, lost Jesus, and now don't want to go to church? Those are the worst ones. Those are the ones that are in the most trouble. They had the light, but they walked away from it. Let's go on. In the face of the risen Lamb, Jesus, God's holy begotten Son, there will always be hope found. As long as the love for the Lamb is found, even if it is found only in one person, upon your world for Jesus, the risen Lamb, is hope. These pronounced sentences of judgment are enacted and effective immediately, effective immediately, as ordered by the courts of heaven upon the earth and all its inhabitants, and no longer said in the heaven's courts above. Now, it's saying that the end times have now started. I don't think that that's necessarily saying the tribulation has started, but right around the corner. Sin's payment is due. It's pay-up time. And you have nothing to offer for payment except true repentance of your heart. 
but you have chosen to reject this offer of love, of grace, as holy pardon for your individual lives as a whole people. Gabriel rolls up the scroll, attaches it to his belt. I leave now, daughter of faith, grace, and mercy, beloved the God of heaven. He pulled out a flaming sword, and two more angels appeared beside him, fully clad in holy armor and swords. He said, I come with reinforcements, for the falling ones have tried to prevent me from coming. Now we must go, for there are more messages to be delivered to many more of his trusted little children. Now, I like that part. It said messages. It didn't say warnings. Why? Because you warn when something's not coming. But when it's arrived, there's no more warning. It's here. Okay? But there's still messages. That I like to hear. I don't like to hear that there's no more warnings. Now, let me go to the third. If you're going to understand, you got to understand this one. Let me go to the third part of it. I know I'm going long. Stick with me. July 1, 1994, Dimitri Dudeman. I dreamed that I began to hear thunder and see lightning. The earth began to move, shake violently. I yelled to my family, wake up, wake up, because something is happening outside. When we got outside, there was such darkness that I could not see anything. I could hear the voices of children and men and women screaming, meaning that's what's coming to America. I told my family to be careful of how they walked. For now, that careful how they walk, in other words, don't sin. From the clouds that release this darkness on the earth, I heard a powerful voice say, I'm taking revenge against the sin. I'm taking revenge that they may see my power. With as much as I have blessed them, that is how much I will send destruction. I will send storms, he has. Heavy rains, he has. Flooding, he has. Earthquakes, well, now we haven't had any big earthquakes, but guess what's right around the corner? It's probably not on the horizon anymore. It's probably at the end of the block. Earthquakes, hurricanes, and tornadoes. Because I want to see, I want them to see my power and know that without me, they can do nothing. They trusted in themselves and in their own strengths. This is why I will punish this place. The earth moved as if it were in water. The people lived in complete terror, each one yelling louder than the other. It's coming, possibly even this year. Not being able to understand anything, the earth shook, shook so violently that I was unable to walk. Suddenly, in the midst of all this tumult, a light appeared. More powerful than any I've ever seen. In the shining light, there were two men. One of them said to me, I will send great plagues over America, for the time is drawing near. After saying those words, he took out a scroll. That's the reason I'm bringing this to you. Scroll. He took out a scroll, which began to unroll very quickly. It was so long that I could not see the end. On the, This first scroll were written the names of people. Beside each name was listed a punishment, a type of disease, trial, torment, those named will have to go through what is listed by their name in order to be cleansed and be able to stand. In other words, this is a list of people whose names are in the book of life, but they're arrogant, they're full of pride, and they have not resisted or they have not come to uh, the knowledge, saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. Consequently, God knows exactly what it takes to bring them to him. And he has assigned that problem to bring them. Now, you can help your fellow brothers and sisters. You can help those fellow sinners that don't want to receive Jesus by sending this to them. Here's the problem. If they haven't reached that punishment, disease, or trial, they probably won't hear it. But that's not your decision. Your responsibility is to send it to them. That's all you can do. You send it to them. 
And then you let the Holy Spirit do the rest. And of course, I would encourage you to pray that the Holy Spirit will speak to their heart and open their eyes so that they will see and know and understand and receive Jesus as Lord and Savior. None can say he is Lord except the Holy Spirit draws them. It's our prayers that gets them saved. That scroll was then rolled up and sealed, and a second one was brought out. On it was written, Peace, joy in the Holy Spirit, salvation or victory for those that love me and work for me and kept their life clean, not for the hypocrites, the proud, the boastful, the hateful, nor others which I cannot recall. The second continued to pass by slowly before my eyes until it finished passing. Then a third scroll was opened, which had names written on it also, yet there was something written only beside the names on the top half. From the halfway mark down, by each name, there were flashing stars. I asked what this meant. One of the men said unto me, These are those with whom the number of the number will be completed, meaning these are the people whose name are in the book, book of life, and once they come in, the Gentile book of life is filled, then he goes to the Jewish book of life. Now, again, I don't have time to explain all that, but I got Dimitri Dudeman on that too. From the halfway mark down, by each name there were flashing stars. I asked what this meant. He says, one of them said to me, these are those with whom the number will be completed. The seed of God has reached their hearts and is even now working toward repentance. Here it is. When the total number will be complete, all the devastation will begin. Now, it didn't say when everybody has come to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ, the tribulation will start. It didn't say that. I like Fritz to say that, but it didn't say that. It just said all the devastation will begin. So apparently that devastation is about to begin. Until then, I will send great plagues over America that they may wake up from their sleep, which they are sleeping, and from their self-reliance that they may see their pride and boastfulness. Until, and, and it then began to rain uh, ice and hail. The people were scattering all over, not knowing which way to go. From the terror of the screams, I woke up. I'm going to show you something you've never seen or tasted before. I'm doing this impromptu. I just went out to my own bread machine, and I pulled this out. This is a loaf I made Saturday. This is my famous raisin cinnamon vanilla. This new loaf, the, the whole loaf would weigh about three pounds. Of course, I've already eaten about half of it. But I want to show you why you have never tasted this. Each one of these slices, you can see how thick it is. One of these slices is a meal. You eat one of these in the morning, one in the afternoon, and not only are you satisfied, you're, you're really satisfied. You're really happy. Cinnamon, raisin, vanilla, and yes, at josephkitchen.com, you can get the recipe. This is an upgraded recipe that I plan to be putting out here as soon as I get a chance. But if you look close... Those are raisins, cinnamon, and vanilla all whipped together. You put that into a toaster, put a little bit of butter on that, and, well, it doesn't last long at church. Uh, as a matter of fact, they pass by all of the nice donuts and all of the other sweet garbage to get something that's really good for them. Now, what I would suggest you do is start making your own bread, whether you've already got Joseph's Kitchen or whether you haven't, get it. Now, here's what you do. You go to josephskitchen.com. Two things. One, you order a machine package. That's the mechanicals to make it. In other words, the grinder that takes the wheat berries, turns it into flour, which you put into the bread machine with six other ingredients. Push a button. Two hours and 20 minutes later, you have a nice hot loaf of whole wheat bread 
won't look like this because <laughs> this one has raisin cinnamon and, uh, and honey in it. Anyway, extra honey. And the next thing you want to do is decide how much food you want to have. You want to have six people one year, four people one year, two people one year, or just enough for one person. All of that is at the price of around $1,000 per person. Get you some homemade whole wheat bread. Why have you never tasted this? Because the grocery stores cannot and will never be able to offer this because in about 7 to 10 days after you break the wheat berry, it starts going bad. Now, I know that I'm going to have to eat this in the next 7 to 10 days, but I also know it's probably not going to last more than 3 or 4 days. Uh, as a matter of fact, it's one of the best things I've ever eaten in my life, and I can't guarantee this. Uh, I can't say it legally, but uh, let's put it this way. I, I've been taken off of my uh, well, I've been taken off of my high blood pressure pills, and the doctor said that I have low cholesterol now, cut my cholesterol pill in half. And the only thing I can say is over the last year, I started eating whole wheat bread. So there it is, whole wheat bread, josephskitchen.com. When a nuclear device is detonated, the dust, the dust settles on everything. You breathe it, absorb it. You cannot stop it. And when you breathe it or absorb it, it floods your thyroid with bad iodine, killing your thyroid and killing you. But there is a solution. I just went out to my freezer. This is mine. I keep it out there. I've had it for several years. And it says, uh, this is potassium iodide. As a matter of fact, I keep it in the freezer. And I keep them in a Ziploc bag, just like this. This is my personal supply we keep in the freezer. So there you go. Now, it's 30 bucks a bottle. If you order five bottles, you get an extra bottle free. You need one bottle per exposure per person, um, and it has the instructions on it. But anyway, I would suggest you go to prophecyclub.com. And let me, do, let me just tell you, we've only got 100 bottles. Now, we've already made plans to get another 1,000 bottles in, Ben's this is coming up. Right now, we only have 100, so my suggestion is you get over to prophecyclub.com and you get your bottles ordered real quick. You might even be a part of the 100 that we have, and if not, then another week or so after that, we will get some more bottles, get it out to you. 30 bucks a bottle, order five and get a sixth one free. Here it is, potassium iodate. Is your life worth 30 bucks? I mean, you may as well have it. I mean, spend 30 bucks, spend 30 bucks. So you get a suitcase nuke in the area or something like that? Not worried. CornerstoneAssetMetals.com is where I'll send you if you're thinking about getting gold or silver. I think everybody should have at least a fistful of, full of gold and a fistful of silver because there could be a time when you pull up to get gasoline and they might not want to take your loaf of bread, but you pull out a gold coin or a silver coin and you're probably able to get anything you want, even if the credit cards are down, even if the dollars are worthless. CornerstoneAssetMetals.com cornerstoneassetmetals.com